0: this is Truth Pop. Two words that you are really tired of hearing right now. Are these the words that you're tired of hearing right now? Social distancing? It's Jake and Kathy here for Truth Pop. And I don't know about you, but I am just so exhausted, so tired of hearing that term and not saying that social distancing isn't a good thing. Of course, it's necessary in this time of the coronavirus. But It's hard, right? Like it's almost like social distancing is causing more separation, more loneliness. And that's what we wanted to cover in this next episode of Truth Pop. And I'm here with my wife, Kathy. What we do on this podcast every day, every time is we connect Christ into culture. So we look at songs, movies, TV shows, And we ask those deeper spiritual questions. What is it trying to say? And how can I apply this to my faith life? And Kathy is a big fan of the song, Modern Loneliness, from the artist named Lauv. That's L-A-U-V. And, um, you know, in this time of social distancing, Kathy, I think this song really, it really resounds, huh?
1: Yeah, totally. I think it brings up such a good point that, we're really lonely during this time, like during this time of social distancing and living in this virtual world. So I really wanted to talk about some of the lyrics here that stand out to me. There's so many good things to unpack here. The very first line, he says, I've been thinking about my father lately The person that he
0: made me The person I've become
1: I've been thinking about my father lately, the person that he made me. I don't know about you, but that really makes me think about God, you know, that we were created by God, our father. And, you know, he might mean the earthly father, but in a way, like, you know, the song's starting with an eternal lens that we have been created by God. He then goes on to say, and I've been trying to fill all of this empty, fill of this empty. I could use some love. I've been trying to fill all this empty, but I'm still so empty and I could use some love. Now I just want to warn you all. If you are going to search the song, please search for the clean lyrics because there is an explicit version. So just wanted to warn you on that. I'm really struck by these lyrics because it really points out that you know we try to fill our lives with so many things, but in the end, we were made to love God. You know, that's written inside of us. St. Augustine says, Our hearts are restless until they rest in you. The next thing that sticks out to me is, he says, I've been trying to find a reason to get up.
0: And I've been trying to find a reason to get up In my bedroom and my closet
1: I've been trying to find a reason for this stuff. In my bedroom and my closet, the baggage in my heart is still so dark." Now these lyrics are really striking. And I think they really bring up the fact that this person's searching for meaning. And he really admits that he's in need of some type of healing. And this kind of brings me back to right now, during this time of social distancing, suicide has been through the roof. You know, I I just heard of somebody that I knew in high school. He has taken his life. And, you know, the numbers have gone up drastically. And I think it really shows that people are left with emptiness right now. I think a lot of the things that we've been filling our lives with, their lives for many people, um, feel empty because they don't have those things that they were filling their lives with before. The main chorus says modern loneliness. We're never alone, but we're always depressed.
0: Modern we're never alone, but always depressing. Love my friends to death, but I never call and I never taste
1: But we don't know how to come down. And I think that really brings up the fact that we've lost the ability to connect with each other authentically. And then he says, modern loneliness, we love to get high, but we don't know how to come down. And I think that really means that as a society, we have found all these things that help make us feel good, that help make us feel high. But when we're without those things, we don't know how to come down and just be. And we also do not know how to deal with that emptiness. And I think every single one of us is in need of some sort of healing. And he even says in the next verse, if I could cleanse my soul, I think he's admitting that he's in. he has a desire for healing of the deepest level.
0: And some really good stuff there, babe. Um, let me go back to that first line, if I can. Yeah. Um, he says, I've been thinking about my father lately, the person he made me. And I, it is striking. You're right. Um, and I think it does remind us of the unconditional love that our Heavenly Father has for us. And how many fathers out there have not shown? love to their children and mm-hmm. so I think the theme of this episode is is healing from the wounds of isolation mm-hmm. that we're so wounded at the inside of our souls is that we don't know how to connect we don't mm-hmm. know how to truly reach out and you know I was listening to this psychologist uh, the other day and his name's Dr. Richard Fitzgibbons and he really connects most wounds to the father and yeah to the mother as well but especially the father mm-hmm. Because I think kids crave so much to know that they're loved, that they have worth, that they have a purpose. And when they don't get that from their father, they struggle. They turn in on themselves. They don't know how to cope with that hurt. I mean, even in my own experiences, I'm just so thankful for my dad. And I, I'm very close with my mom. But I noticed that like when my dad affirms me, it just means so much to me. And I think there's really something, too, that is like we're craving to have that love and that protection from our fathers. And and I, I'm glad that, you know, he's saying that. My, my father, the person that he made me. And if we come to that understanding that God made us, he gave us a soul. He gave us the ability to love and be loved. But yet we're so wounded and we don't know what to do with that love. So many people... Myself included, I think we try to connect with people through the virtual digital space mm-hmm. on the web. But it's like we, we don't know how to connect. And so we think that like, oh, if I have a thousand friends on Facebook, I must be popular. then. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of that. Like, you know, I, I check out my friends list. I check out to see how many likes I get that on, on that post. And it's interesting that he calls it modern loneliness because there's a really I think a, a unique type of loneliness that's out there now in terms of like an exceeding amount of people who they feel like they might know so many people, but how many people really know them? Mm. How many people know their soul? How many people know their hurts, their wants, their desires? That leaves us even more socially distant, I think. The more that we just live in this virtual reality space, the more that we pretend like, oh, we're good on this digital platform of virtual friendships, but that doesn't really get us anywhere. And so I think that that's what we really want to talk about in this episode. Like, how do we learn, first of all, to be healed individually, those father wounds that maybe we have, or those hurts from our childhood, I think that we don't even realize how much those own wounds in our life are affecting the way that we connect with other people, the way that we put walls up in our own life. And I, honestly, babe, like I, I'm really glad that we're talking about this because I definitely feel like these past at least two, three, four weeks, I've been just like going through this extra sense of like, Sadness and loneliness. And you're probably thinking, well, yeah, obviously, because of the coronavirus. And yeah, that's true. Like, we've been socially distant. But I I also think that, like, maybe God's allowing this extra feeling of loneliness because I've always relied so much on what other people think. Mm -hmm. Like, lately, I've just been so sad that, like, I haven't been hearing back from people I reach out to, whether it be through email or social media and, like, I've almost been putting my own worth in whether or not they get back to me or whether or not they seem to affirm me, you know, because affirmation is my love language <laughs> if you haven't figured that out. So God's really been purifying me in that sense where I think God is asking me to rely more on him to know the love from the heavenly father and not the artificial love that I've been so desperately trying to cling on to in my own life. And God's been taking that away in an extent, but I think he's trying to teach me something.
1: Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. And actually I was just talking to my sister on the phone. We've been connecting a lot more virtually and also like through the phone. And even though like this is a time of less socialization, in a way like I'm connecting even more with those who who I really care about, you know, who are really there for me. And I had my sister Tammy listen to this song. And she said something that was really profound. She said that the lyrics are really relatable. And it reminded her of Facebook. And she says it's almost like people hide behind something that's not real. And you can have, you know, 2,000 friends, but you can still feel lonely. She said that that's the reason she got rid of Facebook. She felt even more lonely and depressed. And she shared with me that she felt so excited when she got all the likes, when her and her fiance got engaged. And when she had broken up with her fiance, she didn't get one phone call or text from any of those people. And she was wondering You know, if they're really my friends, why didn't they call or text me? And she really pointed out that the solution is that we really need to connect with each other on a personal level and not just through virtual.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe that's our plan of action, right? Like our challenge Mm -hmm. from listening or talking about this right now is that, wow, we may not want to give up Facebook completely like your sister Tammy did, babe. Maybe we monitor the amount of time that we spend on Facebook because Mm -hmm. like for me, when I'm bored or when I'm feeling lonely, that's usually the first thing I do is I open up Facebook, Mm -hmm. the app, and I just start scrolling again, hoping Mm -hmm. that someone will like a post. Maybe we notice those times that we're turning to Facebook and we could be turning to prayer. We could be turning to God who's going to give us what we're really looking for deep down. Just saying that prayer, I think, is another way of really getting that affirmation that we're looking for, and uh, and yeah, and also just reaching out. We can call that person rather than texting them. Right, the person that really may need to hear from us.
1: Yeah, I think that you bring up such a good point that we fill our lives with this mindless scrolling through Facebook, you know, and we're we're just kind of making that whole emptier and we're deepening that hole when the true solution is prayer and healing. You know, that's the only way that we can really be healed is when we turn to God. And, you know, in the gospel, Jesus heals many people. Matthew chapter 9, he heals that woman with the hemorrhage. John chapter 9, he heals the blind man at the pool. And Jesus has that power to heal us. The truth is that Jesus wants to heal us, not only physically, but also emotionally. He wants to heal us at our core so that we can have that deep peace.
0: The verse, I think it's John five, verse six. It says, when Jesus saw him and knew that he had been lying there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? Mm -hmm been almost throbbing in my head lately, that question, do you want to be healed? Like, do we really trust that God can bring that healing about? Do we believe and trust that he is the one who is going to bring about that healing? So our response to that goes back to the point that we made earlier, babe, is that in order for us to be healed, we have to have that response of trust. We have to reach out our hand and grab Jesus's hand that's already being reached out to us. And I think that's really uncomfortable sometimes is because we're going to have to enter a really uncomfortable space where maybe we don't hear from other people as much. Maybe we do have to limit our time on social media. Maybe we have to sit in that silence a little bit more. And that's really uncomfortable. Like, For us as millennials, we're just constantly going, going, going. It's the human condition, right? Like we're always wanting to just be active and have something to listen to, have something to watch, to be filled, to get that high. But sometimes like in order for us to really have that healing, we need to calm down. I think that's what the song is getting at. And it correlates with what Jesus is getting at, is that if we really want to be healed, we have to enter into a a really painful purification and and that's that can be scary to enter into but then the healing really takes place and then we're able to give of ourselves and really have those true connections with people
1: i think it's so hard to just unplug from everything and just be you know to stop just doing 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 you know and sit in that silence and just be And now I think is an extremely unique time for everyone where we can all just kind of sit and just be. And rather than filling that emptiness with scrolling through Facebook or binge watching on Netflix, what if we filled that with allowing God to just let his healing gaze be upon us? that can be a form of prayer. And that can be a healing form of prayer.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to do that in my prayer is that when I'm sitting in adoration, I've been trying to do less talking and less thinking and more just sitting and being and breathing. Not that we're advocating for any type of Eastern meditation, mm-hmm. but just to, to be able to look up at the monstrance. And um, my dad uses this analogy, the monstrance of the Eucharist is like that black hole that just sucks out of the, It just sucks that junk out, those wounds, whether it's the father wound, the childhood wound, the hurt, the rejection, social media dependence that we have, whatever it is, is that gunk is sucked into that black hole. And Jesus wants to take that and he wants to fill us with that true love of the Heavenly Father. He wants us to give us a a new identity and a new spirit and a new, really just a, a, a healing that we've never experienced before. And when we have that, then we're able to go on mission, and then we're able to truly connect with people. And, um, babe, I don't know if you had any other thoughts on this, but I'm just now thinking of uh, Brene Brown. She's an author, and she talks she talks about this shame and dealing with loneliness and rejection. What do we do with that? And she uses this analogy of being on a lifeboat and being alone. Being far away from other people, but then you start to look out in the waters and you see another lifeboat coming a little closer, it's coming closer and closer and closer, and you start getting scared. you put your walls up and you you don't know, should I reach out to that person or should I just you know remain my own lifeboat and just do my own thing? She talks about how only a way to really bring about true human connection is to reach out to the other lifeboat and to not be afraid of their junk, to not be afraid of their wounds, to not live in that fear of judgment or blame or, you know, to just have a completely objective love for that person, to be willing to go into their life and their mess and to meet them where they're at and just hold up your hand. And of course we can't hug right now in this. (laughs) Can't even really touch them, but Keep your six feet social distance, but still to be willing to meet them and their mess and to say, God loves you, I love you, and I want to have true human connection with you. And maybe it's that we're just all running around and we're putting up this artificial mask. We like to wear masks <laughs> now, many masks in this time. But maybe we're doing that and maybe this time of the coronavirus is teaching us that we're wearing these artificial masks of like trying to make it look like we have it all together, trying to make it look like we're not hurt or that we don't have these inner wounds. But maybe like if we just try to peel off that mask a little bit more, maybe we would start to realize then that that's when we finally have felt connected more than we've ever had before. And maybe you can think of those times in your life when you just had a real conversation with someone. Like you and I, like when we're able to just talk about our day and just be real with each other, that makes all the difference. It's like that that gunk just like falls out and we know that we're not being judged, we're not being ridiculed, we're not being rejected. It's just that true human connection is what we're made for. We are not meant to be on that lifeboat alone. We're truly meant to just have that love and unconditional acceptance. And if you need that healing, go to God first, because only God can fill you. And then once you're filled up with God's love, then you're able to truly reach out and be that living form of Jesus that that person might need.
1: I just want to point out that, you know, this healing that we talk about, sometimes it's not just a one-time thing it's not just a miracle moment it's something that sometimes takes time because we've all picked up a lot of wounds we've all picked up so much baggage in our life and it affects how we interact with one another and how we treat people but even though it's a lifelong process of this healing. That doesn't mean it's not attainable.
0: How many truth pop points would you give this song? Talking about this song, we we brought up some discussion about healing from the artist named Lauv. I wanted to talk a little bit more about this song objectively. Like, Would you give it a a high score in terms of um, truth, beauty, and goodness, or do you think it's kind of pulling us away in the wrong
1: direction then. I would give it a seven because I think it really does reveal our brokenness and our need for healing as a society, especially with emotional and social healing. And I think that he does a great job describing that and depicting that. However, I do think it is missing the solution of that. I think he just reveals the problem, but he doesn't offer that solution.
0: Yeah, I would agree with you. I'm going to give it a 6.5. I don't really think that there is, like you said, that solution, the the response in that song. I just sense a lot of anger. When you read through the lyrics, you just kind of sense that he's he's describing a person who's in a place of recognizing that he might need healing, but still not knowing what to do with it and allowing that gunk in his soul to still consume him. So I'm going to give it a 6.5. Um, let's also do a celebrity prayer circle. I think we have someone we can pray for here. This is the celebrity prayer circle on TruthPod. So talking about, you know, social media addiction can be a real thing. And honestly, I I think it's probably affecting more people than we even realize right now. And even Selena Gomez, she has recently, uh, or at least in the past, talked about her social media addiction. And I admire how honest she is about it. She said this, "It it had become so consuming to me. It's what I woke up to and want to sleep to. I was an addict and I felt like it was seeing things I didn't want to see. Like it was putting things in my head that I didn't want to care about. I always end up feeling like crap when I look at Instagram, which is why I'm kind of under the radar, ghosting it a bit. So even Selena Gomez like finds herself comparing herself to others and falling into that artificial trap of false connection. So let's pray for Selena Gomez and let's pray for all celebrities and let's just pray for each other that throughout this time of the coronavirus, is we're starting to get back to a very slight amount of normalcy And maybe we're starting to interact with other people a little bit more. Let's pray that we can really strive to have intentional connection with each other. So let's pray a glory be for that intention. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Glory Glory be be to the the Father, Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world world without without end, Amen. Amen. In the name
1: of the Father, Father,
0: Son, Holy Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. I think we should also ask for St. Joseph's intercession too. So St. Joseph. Pray for, Pray for us. us. You know, he, I have found to just be a huge help in my spiritual life uh, lately. I I just finished the St. Joseph consecration from Father Donald Calloway, and we can talk more about that in the future. I know we brought it up in a past episode, but it's just incredible what St. Joseph is willing and wanting to do to bring about healing. And I believe St. Joseph is really helping me um, to heal those wounds, you know, that's just like those times where I feel like I'm not good enough or that I'm not qualified. St. Joseph went through that too. Like that's the reason he was afraid to take Mary as his wife is because he felt like he didn't have it in him or wasn't worthy enough. And he needed that reminder from God that he had been called to that mission. So I think St. Joseph can be really instrumental in helping us and showing us what a father really is all about, love and protection and security and, and just Always being there, and, and anytime you call on Saint Joseph, he is willing to run to the rescue. So, hey, I'd encourage you if you are interested, look into that Saint Joseph consecration from Father Calloway. I think you'll really get a lot out of it for sure. So, well, this will wrap up uh, another episode of Truth Pop. I will say this: um, we are always here to um, to talk with you in a deeper way too, if you ever need a deeper amount of connection, just let us know. And we are truly always here for you in any way that we can. Connecting Christ into culture. This is Truth Pop.